we get this Republic Week update. Uh, this is the one you want to see here. Um, well, we welcome everybody in. Love to start off with this very American Stein right here. Kid, I beat it. Uh, I got this from a buddy of mine in Columbia. He uh, gave me this. Uh, you got the, it's got the old brewery there that still exists. If you ever drive downtown, say, let's receive this. And you see the Eagle. Let's talk about Virginia. It's um, from, uh, you know, interesting night. You know, we don't talk about national politics, struggle national politics. They think it affects Missouri. Um, what does this mean for Missouri? Uh, you will see, you know, it's like um, ethics reports, right? Or polls. The polling is being taken less seriously all over, I think, now. It's just very hard to poll people. And a lot of the polling that is done probably is wanting to convince you of something. And uh, ethics reports tell you a little bit, but everybody, any piece of information you get, you like. This was an absolute election test. It was it was a big big deal. It uh it, it will reverberate through. Republicans had a huge night. I don't know how much Republicans had a huge night. Uh, as far as Democrats had a um had a bad night, but those you know politics zero sum game. My friend Mike Jones, I'm trying to get to have on the show. Uh, uh, will tell you. Um, I uh, uh, let's start with the beginning. This was about schools. I mean, schools are never like the main issue. It's, it's kind of a Democrat issue, really. Schools are. Uh, you know, that's the kind of issue that you talk about with more uh, the government providing a service as opposed to cutting it or something like that. So where it's, where it's kind of come down to um, was uh, I think what you're going to see is this, is this has been building and building and building and building. And let me just say how Missouri works. So you have, like, here's the stairs and that Missouri. The cities right here, these three, these four cities, have a very um, different worldview, right? And you get out in the suburb, it's a little different. The suburb folks, usually they didn't go to the high school they send their kids to, right? So where you find, where, this is my view of it, where do you find places where you send your kids to where you went to high school, you love your school, you support it. And that's rule You don't see, when you move to the city, you're, that generational thing matters. And so, outstate the, the way that um, the way I've seen public policy education go is you got your um, some establishment folks that are probably pretty liberal, but they usually run a good school. They run a pretty good school, and they have come over the years since Republicans the majority to believe that it's these you know hundred two hundred thousand dollars studies that's saving schools. It's all these genius um, arguments. When in reality, it's your multi generation folks. That are legislators from rural Missouri that are that are calling legislators from rural Missouri that make rural Missouri House members stand up and say we're not going to do things that hurt schools. That I've, I've been saying this for months. Uh, every so often, your man gets a sip from his time knowledge you've proven right. You've been cutting those bonds, uh, stuff like making little kids wear masks. You should let their parents decide. Their parents want to decide. Do you think you're saving a kid? Making him wear a mask in school. If the second he gets off the bus, he takes that mask off and goes to Walmart, right? If, if the parents are going to make the kid wear a mask all the time and they're in public, I, it just we've reached the point of, I have a theory, you've heard it many times, if you're an adult you want to live in St. Louis, good for you. You probably want the government to tell you what to do. And you want the government to make everybody do a bunch of stuff. Nothing wrong with that. Good intentions, good folks, no, no issue with that whatsoever. Where the issue comes in, in my opinion, is where you have um, where you have kids who they can't just move somewhere where they have more freedoms. They're stuck. So you go, I think CRT is just 
just total horseshit. I think it's a made-up thing by folks who want to take money out of public schools, put, in, put them into more private schools, for-profit schools, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, I think it was a game that the public school people fell for hook, line, and sinker. And if you look, there is an indignation to education folks when someone says, hey, maybe you could do a little better. There's an, there's an indignant piece of that. It's like uh, m media people, very indignant if you criticize them, right? They get very put out, like you're a bad person for criticizing them, when it's ridiculous. Education folks, parents are going to be involved. They always have been. Now you're doing things that fundamentally tick off the people that pay for these schools. You're, you're spitting straight in their face. And this was going to come. There was going to be a reckoning here. This was going to happen. It was just a matter of when it happens, and now it's happening. And now it's not just some hill, white trash hillbilly saying, hey, you're going to thrash these bonds until you break them. You have Virginia. When has a Republican ever won a race on education? Ever. In the history of mankind, has a Republican ever won a race talking about education? Republicans raised a lot of money talking about education. There was a part of not, there was a part of not busing African-American kids from the city to the suburbs that was very popular with Republicans talking about. But when have Republicans ever said, talked about classroom learning and it been on their side and they've won a major election? I don't think I've ever seen one. Um, what you saw in Virginia was they finally just beat people down to where they just no longer care and they're not going to be part of, they're just, they're bowed up. And I don't see that changing. I just don't see, explain to me how that, that reverses course because I don't see it. Um, uh, the other thing, I think what you're going to see now, I mean, how, if you're a Democrat, th there'll be a CRT bill roll for the legislature, right? If I, there's two things they're going to pass this year. They'll pass a budget, and they're going to pass a CRT bill. I don't even know. The problem's going to be on, it's going to be the first time folks that have advanced CRT is going to have the problem. They'll have to define it, and I don't know that even the folks that are really against it can define it that well. But they're going to have to define it, and once they define it, whatever they define it as, it's going to roll through. I think you're to the point where all the Democrats even filibuster. I mean, I don't know. There's literally, you can only stand in front of the public for so long and flip them off before they start to roll you. And I'll tell you, health departments, like um, some throughout the city discuss mask ordinances. Now the health departments are elected, usually five-year board, five-year terms. Now you're seeing they're up, and you're seeing the jerk win, and he's allowed. And he's not just a jerk. He won because he was the biggest jerk about masks, right? Now he's going to be the biggest jerk about everything else. Now you're going to see school board members. You're, going to, you're not going to see your normal school member run. It's going to be a race of pretty pissed off people. And I, either you, the, the public, you can't just spit in their eye forever. Which I go back to what a visionary. If public education in Missouri is safe, I think the rally started with the school board association backing out of the national group. And I don't even really know what that means. I don't even understand exactly all the reasons behind it. It just was the first time since some of these issues have really been out to the front that someone said, we hear you and we get it and we're not gonna, we're, we, we're, we're gonna attempt to do something to listen to you. And the, Melissa Randall, the folks at the School Board Association, every person in education should be thanking them. And they did this before Virginia. They did this last uh, two weeks ago. The governor come out and said, great job. I, you, you, if you're not listening yet, you can't be helped. If you don't think Melissa Randall 
is the most visionary person in education in Missouri. You're not listening. And what well, the sad part is, it's always the folks that love things. When Mizzou was in a real bad trouble, it was my view. The go Governor Nixon loves Mizzou. I don't think that's my that's Everyone knows Governor Nixon went to Mizzou, loved Mizzou. I think Governor Nixon appointed some folks to the Board of Curators that were very cheerleader types for Mizzou. And I think that they had very good intentions. And they turned Mizzou into a safe space having everyone's a little offended flower. Everything every Republican ever thought Mizzou was, that's what they turned it into. They didn't do it to hurt it. They didn't do it for personal. They did it because they loved it. They loved it too much. They couldn't see the forest for the trees. You have some folks in education that I think, they, they, they're not doing these things to hurt anybody. They just don't have any damn sense. They love it so much. They, they've lost the ability to see. It's like um, folks on Twitter, they're on Twitter a lot. If you're on Twitter a lot, you for one of three reasons, right? To take in information, which I usually get urged the cards. To see funny stuff, interesting things, or to say your opinion. If you're on Twitter to tell your opinion, and you think the opinion of Twitter is so sad because Twitter is a very, very liberal medium. Nothing wrong with Facebook's really more conservative medium, I think, because a lot of rule folks don't even know it. My mom doesn't even know Twitter. She doesn't do Twitter, but she does Facebook. Um, I, I think the folks in education love it so much and are trying to do so many good things, they're just, just root and branch destroying it. And, and if you don't see what's coming, you know, you had a speaker that went all in. The whole House caucus pretty much had to put all their stuff aside to get things through the Senate, to get this education bill done. And it was a great, you know, great accomplishment. By taking your personal feelings about the bill out, getting it passed was a very good piece of legislating at, at a high price. But, you know, the, the House is made to be reigned by one person, and it was. Um, and it, it to and a legislative accomplishment. I've seen it ran for individual things that weren't really that impressive. This was. Um, it's going to be more and more of these things, and it's just going to roll. If you don't put your head out saying, if you don't listen to folks like Melissa Randall, if everybody in education is not calling Melissa Randall and saying, what did you know, how did you know, then you're doing it really, really wrong. And the sad part is those kids are going to suffer. Rural Missouri kids are going to suffer. If you don't, if you don't go to the school for association and ask them, how did you know to do this? And what can we do to follow your lead? You're doing it very wrong. And those kids who you say you care about are going to suffer. The other thing, a couple more things. Do Democrats stop it with the socialism? I don't think they can. I, I, don't, I don't think you can. Uh, the socials have money behind them. Uh, and I don't know that it turns around. You look at the Missouri Democratic Party and some of the stupid fights they get into. Now you've got the St. Louis young Republicans wanting to get people to not host a fundraiser for one of their 10 senators. There's 10 Democrat senators, right? And they've somehow found a problem with 10% of the Democrat caucus. Uh, I, I, to me, I don't like Carla Mason to listen to that. Now, I don't know even why they're doing it. It's such silliness, but when a party gets so small, like Democrats are in this state, it's hard to overcome yourself because you really only have the most, in this offended, complaining people talking. I don't know what they do. I, I'm not known, I've, I'm, I've been pessimist the Democrat party could rally Missouri for a long time. I don't see how they come back. Uh, it's going to take a national leader, or the Republicans screwed up really bad, which is probably the top way, or a national figure is going to come along and, and tell them to knock off this silly woke stuff. I mean, it just, it, it is a very good way to get elected in a very urban city, and a very good way to ensure that no one else will vote for you. And 
And I, I, I think the people that we, you know, woke is something we all laugh about, just silly people that aren't maybe that deep of thinkers or practical. But a lot of folks you consider woke are very good people. They mean very well. But, and, and, and they, they think that you should have to be totally pure. Um, never been a crowd I've been well with with the pure folks, but uh, it, is, it is sad because I think it, they don't, they don't, they're not attempting to engineer what they're gonna bring on. They're just, it's just the way it's gonna work. Um, so we'll see if it ends. I don't think it can end. Uh, you've always had a very liberal part of the party, a Democrat party. The party's always done very well when they were able to keep those folks fired up, but then put a Bill Clinton forward that could actually win votes. Barack Obama, um, Barack Obama was a uh, different, just a great leader. I mean, he just was a great communicator. I almost think that's a, a bit of a one-off. I don't know any politician in the party that's a Barack Obama. He really was that talented. Um, it, it, that party has won when they've had centrist folks running. That party has lost when they've thought we can get left-wingers and do socials. So I, I guess um, going back, uh, uh, the next thing is going to be the 7-1 map. Right now, Missouri has a 6-2 map. Uh, Cori Bush is in St. Louis. She has a majority-minority district protected by the courts. Also, it's protected by the fact Republicans love Cori Bush. Republicans should put a statue. Before she's career is done, they'll put a statue up of her over at the Missouri Republican Party headquarters. The stuff she says is gold. The stuff she says is just, imagine running for governor and having to, you know, do you agree with the fact that somehow like oil is racist? And, and everything, the, the stuff she says and defund the police, I think she means it. I think she's a charming person, but it just is the best thing for everyone. But they'll make sure she's, that, dish, that district will be majority minority, it will be majority Democrat. There's nothing any Republican can do about it. Even if there was a majority minority, there's going to be a congressional district in St. Louis that is Democratic just because of the numbers. Um, but do they go cut Emanuel Cleaver up? Emanuel Cleaver's district you may think is majority, but no, it's not. Emanuel Cleaver is always very popular in the white community. Emanuel uh, Cleaver is very popular in Kansas City. You could cut his district up. You pretty much have to take Sam Graves, take the fourth, and uh, the, the new district and just go three ways out of Kansas City. Um, what, you're, what I think, what people don't see is Washington has such a pull on both state parties. When the Republicans screw something up real bad, it's probably because they're tap dancing on strings for the people in Washington to try to get money from them. Uh, the Democrat Party, I mean, you look at Nicole Galloway. She had to go elsewhere to raise money to the coast. And that's money matters in every walk of life, every business, and including this. Um, what you see is you had Texas go a little bit more aggressively to run out some Democrats in Congress. You had Illinois go full Illinois. If you want to see why Illinois is a hellhole, look at the Cubs and the stuff like that. A climate where you could, you know, everybody knows gerrymandering happens. And if you're offended by it because it didn't go the way you wanted, that's it. Everyone gerrymanders. Every, every system has been designed for to produce an outcome. It just is what it is. Uh, there's, if there was a better way, there's somebody to come up with it, and they haven't. So this is what it is. In the states that whose legislatures or, or partisan groups can control how the lines are drawn, and Missouri is going to go later. They're going to be one of the last states to probably get really started. If you see states like Texas, who the Democrats say push gerrymandering, and then you see Illinois go beyond any rational thought of there is a reason Illinois is, is a declining state. It is because of the what well, is not necessarily liberal decisions. It's just being assholes. And what they did is just so far beyond anything logical that 
it, it, it's so glaringly bad that you now you're going to see another Republican say, so we have to do, to, to counter Illinois, Illinois, whatever they say over there, whatever the Cubs going to say, we have to go do our state. By the time Missouri gets done, you're going to see those big shots from Washington put the knuckle down. And I think you'll see them, the, the, and, and the, the, the snowball of, of seeing gerrymandering rolling down the mountain is going to increase. And because Missouri is starting later, it's going to hit them harder. And then, in my view, because of Virginia, let's be honest, they would elect seven Republicans this time. Because if you do seven one, you're gonna have two districts that are gonna be pretty competitive, right? Not, you know, what what people thought Ann Wagner's district was previously will be what these two are. And so, in order to do that, I you you could you now with Biden's as is, with Democrats talking about defunding police and everybody, you know, five year olds the problem because they're oppressive, whatever, whatever. You go to they're they're in Missouri, they can't. That will that just has no appeal, really. Once you get into Lee Summit, it has no appeal. Probably even Raytown, and in St. Louis, you might some nice people in Kirkwood, but you get you know you get West uh, Helen Fitzgeralds. No one wants to hear that. They're just it's just a non-starter. And so, in my view, this year it looks like it's going to be such a great year for Republicans. It won't be reflected as much because Republicans have such big majorities to start with, but it. You could you could draw a set one map on like seven Republicans, and I think you're going to see more pressure now. Now that the Democrats in states like Missouri are just so uncompetitive, I think you're going to see the pressure to do that really kick in. Um, and and I think you'll see that seven to one map, and the Republicans will be very if that if the one Democrat is Cory Bush, the Republicans will be very very happy about that. Um, and I, I that's that's what that's probably the bigger thing. I think this education was happening anyway. The Virginia election was just confirmation that this is happening and sh trying to shake some of those education folks to wake them up. I think what you'll see with that could practically happen for Missouri is Republicans in a place like Missouri have absolutely no fear of any Democrat that has to carry that party's baggage running. And so I think a 7-1 map, you're going to be pressured from the party anyway. Uh, Jason Smith's in line for big promotion if that were to, if things were to go right, which it looks like they'll have the majority in Congress, no question. Uh, probably a big one, and I think Missouri might have. The only reason they won't get pushed into it is they're going to become almost overconfident that they're going to win the majority by so much. That might make them less interested. Now, the Democrats nationally could start to, oh, you know, I don't know, try to win some of those union voters back in the suburbs. Um, if that, you know, things change in politics quickly. But that's the only way. If Republicans are so confident, then they'll be fine. Uh, I'm going to interview the governor. We talked about the hack. We um, signed knowledge this year. So what does this look like, right? So I, I asked someone, how many times a day does the state get attempted to be hacked? Right? How many times? And I found, I heard it was something like 3,000 times a day. The states attempt to be now. A lot of this is, I guess, some sort of bots that just patrol the web and break into stuff. Um, I understand it's fashionable to say right click, but some of these elitist folks, uh, right click, whatever. I don't even know what a right click does. To be honest with you, I'm not. I don't even have one of those on my computer anymore. But uh, you, what you saw was a guy break in. And here's the thing for the governor: Do I? Do I really think? I don't even know the guy that did it. I've never even heard his name, but. 
Do I need the guy to go to jail? Honestly, no. That just doesn't feel right to me. Do I think that he was, do I think the post is a vendetta of the Parson administration? Yeah. I'm not, you know, obviously. Do I think that Mike Parson, if someone hacked into the state, do you report it to your IT books? Of course, they got to fix it. I don't, when Mike Parson was an overwhelming landslide for governor, I don't think anybody elect, thought he, they didn't vote for him because of his IT skills. They did, they, 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 that was a mistake. Um, but yeah, when the IT folks say we should call law enforcement, what's he gonna do? Then he's covering it up, right? And to say that, that, that the Post-Dispatch wants to help this administration is so stupid. I have some motion for property in West Butler County for you, if you believe that. You, you would be the most gullible person. There's David Allen Cole song about that level of gullibility, now that I think about it, but um, you would have to be as a classic moron. And, and I don't think anybody believed that, but, uh, let's dial, let's dial back to just another area here. I, I think what Mike Parson did was probably what you're supposed to do in the situation. Call your IT folks. They say we were hacked. I think they alert law enforcement. Look, the law enforcement people say, they say, look, the guy did maybe break the letter of the law, but he didn't really intend. So they don't charge him. I, I think everybody moves on. I think the post dispatch loves this. Is, I get it. I, would, I understand. In their situation, good for them. All positives. Uh, if this reporter were to get arrested, I think he'd be just a pig and shit. He'd love it. Um, but outside of that, in my view, I think what you're going to see is um, probably law enforcement get into this. Was somebody in state government helping him? Now, now you're getting into that person should be prosecuted. If you're in state government and you're helping someone hack in, yeah, I, that person should have a problem. I don't think this reporter gets arrested. Probably not. Should he? Probably not. Um, but if you're Mike Parson, you're not in charge of that. You have to alert them. They have to investigate it. Find out. You can't. You can't fix the problem without investigating it. And you do bring in law enforcement in these things. I think that's just the way it goes. Now the press conference, you could argue whether it was a good idea or not. Uh, I think I probably would say if he had his marble back, he might not have done it. But you got to tell folks, or you're covering it up. So it, look, when you're dealing with a member of the media, a member of the establishment, elitist, urban liberal media, and you're Mike Parson. He was elected as a farmer, and I know they hate that, and I know they wish he would have, what did, what did that urban governor Grimes, he went to, he was a road, I don't know if it was gravel roads or paved roads or whatever, uh, the, you could just see, uh, that's, that's, that's who they think should be governor, they, a Farm Bureau member is not who they like, and they look down their nose, and they say elitist bullshit about him, and there's a tone of, oh, we're better. And if you if you're a rural Missouri and you've ever talked to a San Luis, I'm gonna get my speaking of my C bar K ranch uh, somewhere here. It's its own well of knowledge. Um, yeah, there's some elitist part of that that's annoying, but it is what it is. I think when you see this, this will be something a very good move by the post to grab onto this, to claim relevance, to um, to get attention they want to get. And I think the governor's office probably should be a little, little slower trigger on a press conference like that. And there you go. And after that, no, I think, you know, I believe you could probably set us in a lot of money if you invest in technology. But I mean, it look at the look how hard it was to get people to invest in roads that every Missourian uses, that you weren't even having the money to maintain the roads you had. That took 10 years and pain and weeping and gnashing teeth, getting the state to invest in a computer system that would save it money. I mean, good luck with that. Um, so we'll see. This week on the show, uh, Tracy McCurry could be interesting talk. She's one of the Democrats who could um, who could be part of a solution. The national climate has to improve in regards to Missouri. 
but she's the type of Democrat that could begin to turn some things around. Uh, whenever Ellen is running for state senate, for, she's been on the show once. First time we got to interview her one on one, so it'd be fun. Uh, I'm working my man Mike Jones. He's a former state school board member. He's funny. He's a great guy. He's been on the show before. If you don't, if you're not familiar with Mike, Mike will tell jokes probably at my expense. They will be funny. Um, I think we have uh, Gretchen. I think we have uh, oh, the most quotable man, uh, Jim Mervin and Ken Wallace. We're going to be on. We'll see you Sunday on this week's Reserve Policy. We'll be back next week. We'll, we'll, we'll go over the state's tip sheet right here on uh, Facebook page. And we'll try it on only do one take next time. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs>